Maybe today's the day I break 80 Want the ball to draw, but it keeps on fading No OB and no bogeys I gotta keep it on the 80, it's the gold Would you hit it on one? Straight up the gut, baby Now I got a wedge on my short game cravings Little bit of edge on the sport makes gravy So punch out the rough and tune to break 80 Break 80 is live from the TPC Twin Cities here at the beautiful um, 3M Open. Week is going to be uh, quite a week, actually. We got um, some some young players coming coming this week we're going to talk about. We'll do our picks later. But before we get to all that fun stuff, um, I'm here with Tim and Mike. You guys excited for this week? Yeah, it's a good week for the Twin Cities. I know uh, the rest of the golf world calls a flyover country, but it's a big deal for us. <laughs> It's, uh, it's always an exciting time to be back here. It's been a little while since I've been to, to TPC Twin Cities, so happy to see the course again. Uh, we're look, overlooking the 18th green where a lot of the magic um, has happened here at previous 3M Opens. It's where Matt Wolf made the eagle to win. It's where Dustin Johnson won the water about 15 times. Didn't break 80. Did not break 80 that one year. Um, so, yeah, love being here. Um, we're going to start with just talking about the course. So, um, you know, we it's a... Arnie Palmer design, par 71, normally would play, play as a par 72, but hole three, as we know, is going to be a par four for the professionals. Uh, we'll play approximately 7,600 yards, somewhere in there, and 13 out of the 18 holes have water, which will, which will come into play. Yeah, I think so, especially from those back tees that we played a couple of weeks ago, for sure comes into play. Um, what a bear number two is with all that. Was long. I hit a four iron, a full four iron into a par four. Jeez. And there's actually four, 450 plus par fours on the course. So, I mean, you know, I think distance is going to matter a little bit. If you think of our last winners, Cam Champ, one of the longest, if not the longest on tour. Um, Matt Wolf was top five in driving distance the year he won. So, you know, course length could be a, a factor. And there's other guys that aren't very long that have also competed pretty well, but it's long. Know. It's long, but they still chew it up. They still shoot twenty, you know, roughly twenty under. Um, you know, you get fairly large soft greens. I suppose that helps. And they're just good. They're so good. It's crazy. Uh, as far as weather goes this week, too, Steam, sounds like it's gonna be a steamy. steamer. So you gotta have some conditioning, I think, some stamina, right, Timmy? Well, it's gonna. It's, it's not gonna be quite as hot as my trip to Texas, but the ball's gonna be moving out there. I, see if this wind keeps going though. It's it's kind of blowing out here right now. A little bit. L little wind makes it better here. It won't be a birdie fest then. There are three par fives, and I think just depending on wind, some of them will be will be gettable, will be uh, you know reachable in two. Um, I think you know, especially eighteen, as we talked about already, is is one of the more. I, I think it's a thr a thrilling ending. You know, you can get a, a a triple bogey, you can get a eagle, and you know and that kind of what makes it exciting coming down the stretch. This whole seventeen has some allure as well. So it's a shot over the water that I'm going to guess they'll have the pin tucked to the left side. Yeah, they'll Sunday be way back well. there, I'm sure. Um, 18, one of the, the hardest finishing holes in all of the PGA Tour yeah. last year. Well, it's I think what's hard about it when you play it is unless you get a tee shot up there where you can go for it, 
there's not a great layup spot, really. It's like you go up to the left, you know, it's a big dog leg right around the, the pond or lake. And then it's, it's kind of a tough third shot, even after the layup. It's not the easiest thing. But they just, if they have a good tee shot, it's all about the tee shot. Then you just rip it up to the green. If you go long, you just, you just hit it off the stands. The and old grandstand theory. Yeah, absolutely. Rip, rip it at the grandstand. Yeah. Um, 16 could be intrigued too, because that is a hole that they could play back and they could play, you know, decent length, or they could move up the tee box and make it drivable. When we played with Trey, we played the, the drivable one, which kind of made it a little bit more fun. Um, I don't know, it could play like somewhere around 300 yards. I think they moved it up at least two years ago when Michael Thompson won. I'm pretty sure they played that as a drivable one on Sunday. Yeah, adds a little intrigue. So we might make a two. You never know. That could be a fun hole to sit at. Yeah. Come Sunday. Um, any other holes you want to highlight before we get to? I'm curious how y'all did. I think it's number 12, the par five. Water comes into play on the right pretty quickly, but most of the times I've played out here, it hasn't been all the way from the back. Wondered if you experienced that. Uh, you had to go all the way to those back tees. From the back tee, Trey hit it in the water. Trey's long and all these tour pros. I was close to the water from the back tee. So it's in play for sure for most of these guys. But that's a, bir that's a birdie hole. If they hit a good tee shot, they if get it up there. If you're safe, yeah. And the green is not so severe where they can't just hit a wedge too. They can lay up and hit a wedge. That's a for sure birdie hole. That's the easiest of the three par fives they play out here because the other one on the front is kind of tough. You got the water in the second shot over over the water to the green. I think that's the easiest of the par fives probably. Mm -hmm. I, I think that the tee shot is kind of tough because you have, you have a tree on the left side that you almost need to make sure you're past. Yeah. Um, you know, and you're playing way back there. In fact, I remember Tony Fino going back a couple of years now went driving iron, driving iron yep. to the green. So if you get off the box and you don't have, you're not blocked out by the tree, they'll, they'll, they'll give a rip at it. Um, covered in bunkers. So, I mean, there's a good chance if you're not very accurate, you'll be in a green side bunker, but as we know, these guys sometimes would rather be in a greenside bunker than anywhere else in the I, thick rough. Yeah. The big hitters might, I mean, if it is a narrow little fairway, but where the water and the tree line is there on the left and the water on the right. So the big hitters might just try to go over that left tree. And if he, if you get in there, you just punch it up there and hit a wedge and you know, like Brandon Matthews who hits it like 320 at driving distance average with mostly three woods is he could hit driver over those trees, nice. I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> no, no doubt. Well, let's chat the field a little bit. I know we talked about our, our old, uh, last podcast, but the field, you know, coming back from a major overseas, obviously you're probably not going to get some of the big, big dogs, but there are some decent players. I think Hideki's the best uh, or the highest world, world ranking in the field here. Finau. Um, Tony Finau is here. We've got to mention Ricky Fowler. Yeah, fan favorite Ricky Fowler. And he's been here basically, I think, almost Cameron every year. Champ, defending champ. Um, I, you know, Mike talked about some of the sponsor exemptions. I, I'm excited about some of the youth. Uh, you guys are familiar with Cole Hammer. He's a, I think he won the USAM. Um, great player out of Texas. I think he, he you know, him and the Cootie boys. He played in the US Open when he was like 14 years old or something, 14 or 15. He qualified for the US Open. Um, you know, Chris Goddard has been a name that has played well in a few few events bomber hits it well so he could play well here got a sponsor exemption um trying to think other i think one thing that's, that's intriguing is i know with all the live talk and and you're in this kind of weird window now before the fedex cup starts and a lot of the big dogs are already have all that locked up so they won't play for a bit but you get a lot of guys here that are scrapping trying to get their tour card um, you know, trying to climb the rankings. So you get some intriguing golf that really matters to a lot of these players. Like they're into it because they need to be 
uh, you know, to keep, either keep their card, make some money, get into the FedEx Cup, whatever. It's kind of that time of the year where guys are really grinding and, and, and it really matters to a lot of them. Ironically enough, this is hashtag golf that matters. So, Mike, yeah, appreciate you saying that. Uh, also, I was going to keep there's a couple other people that, you know, Sahith Tagala. I mean, you want to come out and watch somebody play golf. I would recommend following him. Uh, he'd be a great follow. Uh, Davis Riley has uh, taken second, I think, at Valspar. Um, would be a good follow. Uh, Nick Hardy is kind of a name that maybe a lot of people don't know. He is a nice young player. I think he played at Illinois. He's starting to show some promise. Took him a little while to get going. He was on the leaderboard at the U.S. Open. Yeah. Um, JT Poston just won the, was it oh, the uh, Tim's favorite? The Postman. Yeah. Postman. Postman. Oh, Postman. So he'll, he'll try to deliver. Oh, back to back on uh, the PGA Tour's two best stops. The two places I go to most, John Deere Classic <laughs> and uh, the 3M Open. <laughs> And then the other name I have highlighted that, you know, most people will know would be Sun, Sun J.M., who's very extremely accurate off the tee, good iron player. So he could he could have a good week as well. So good it's kind of a field. this week, yeah. Be a good pick. Um, I guess that might lead us into who we're thinking. You know, we could talk a little bit about, you know, some of those guys that, that, that we mentioned. But we do have to bring up Mike is our, if we go back to the Open, Mike won again. So our current standings are, Mike, how many wins you got? Seven. Seven to four, and I think I'm at three. I feel like at one point I was one so well. Did you win three in a row? Oh yeah, I feel like I should start okay. going with a little. You know, I I like to think of myself as always the deep dive underdog guy anyway, but I'm have to really start going deep just to make this competitive again. That's uh, like a deep dive picking, <laughs> <laughs> Rory. Yeah. Last week, hey, hey Rory, real deep. My, it was it was destiny until Cam until Cam Smith stole stole destiny from him. From him. I, I picked Cam Smith for uh, the Scottish Open, and he just didn't didn't quite <laughs> deliver in the wind. And... Yeah, it was destiny for Rory. I'm, I'm still heartbroken. Still heartbroken. With with Rory taking third, I had a uh, a player take fourth, Tommy Fleetwood. That means Tim last place would, would be at last pay, place from last week. He gets first pick. Wasn't even close. Um, Tim, what do you think thoughts this week on who you're taking? Well, I love this tournament as a place where an underdog can win. Um, a lot of first time winners at TPC twin cities and really a, a preference for guys that can hit the long ball. Doesn't necessarily have to be accurate. You can spray it a little bit speaking for personally, um, uh, my <laughs> personal triumphs and losses at this course, so long as you're accurate off number 18 to a point, you're in pretty good shape and number two. Um, so I'm going to pick a guy that has excellent uh, driving stats on tour. Um, also a place where putting can come into play. So I need to see some strokes gain putting out there. Um, and those three par fives you have to tackle, especially if you can make an eagle coming down 18 on, on Sunday, or if you're at that cut line on Friday, uh, making an eagle in the last hole is going to absolutely change the outlook of your, your tournament. Uh, so I'm going with a younger guy. Um, a little bit of flair for style, so it's going to be fun to watch. But going with Wyndham Clark, and a little tidbit as Mike uh, Mike Welch gave us in our in our last podcast, Wyndham is a big fisherman, so he loves to uh, bring the bolt bring the poles, fish with bass mm. in between fourteen and seventeen. So I don't know if you knew he's going to be real relaxed out there. He'll be very relaxed. He likes coming here. So, well, I guess that that goes to me. Um, God, there's a lot of different ways I could go with this one. This is uh there's a lot of good names out there. I like this tournament because it just seems like somebody fun, somebody up and coming um, has an opportunity to win an event that gets their career started. And 
Um, I'm going to go with one of those guys. Uh, he's lost in a playoff to Sam Burns, one of the best players in the world at the Valspar, took second there, showed a lot of promise at the U.S. Open. Um, I don't know if he was even in the field at the Open, so he's well-rested. Uh, and is in, has had a, a great year. He's also used to the, the heat being you know, played at Alabama, likes that muggy weather. And I'm going with Davis Riley. And there's a little bit of extra tidbit I got this morning. You know, a guy that uh, did some putting with him last night and he was lights out with the putter. Um, so, you know, I think that extra little, you know, he makes some putts. It's a pretty well off the tee. Actually, he's one of the, uh, as far as driving accuracy goes, it's pretty one of the top, I think, 20 players. So he's a good player. I, I, I don't know why, any idea what his form has been like. You haven't seen him around in the leaderboard for a while, but, you know, these guys are so good at I, I think coming into certain tournaments in, in, in good form is a little overrated sometimes. Look at Fleetwood. Fleetwood did nothing until the last two weeks. Then all of a sudden, Scottish Open in the Open, and he was, he was right there. So he, And he's not played here before, so you don't you never know. Like Sometimes you get course history where it's like they don't matter how they're playing. When they get to a certain course, they just love the love it and just love this way it sets up for them. So it is kind of a risk, but does course history matter here though? And you can see I, all the well, Tony Fino kind of has played well here. It can't win, but I mean, at certain, certain people, I think, you know, it fits your eye. It fits your eye. I guess that's kind of stay out of the water, I guess. Yeah. That's all pretty much right in front of you. I don't, there's not a lot of tricks to it. It's pretty straightforward. Um, okay. Windham will fish out here. Uh, yeah. your guys you yeah. <laughs> well, you guys are just making this too easy for me. And it's just like, you know, do I need to oh, take, is Rory going to fly in for this one? Do I need to take Marty fish here to make this exciting? <laughs> or, which by the yes. way, Marty fish tennis pro is playing in the field this week. Uh, one of us. Yeah. He's Minnesotan. Uh, it's a Heath. It's the, it's a Heath. He's primed to win. He's ready to go. He got T3 at, Scottsdale at the Waste Management. He got T2 at Travelers. Probably should have won the Travelers. He does have a little scar tissue there. Uh, he's made 22 of 26 cuts. He is top 50 in um, on tour and strokes drain T to green. Um, yeah, he's due. He's too good of a ball striker, of a player. Uh, you see him on the leaderboard all the time. He was there at the Open again for a while. Uh, and he got in and he got in just a little bit. He made the cut. Yeah. He's uh, he could be a little tired, but uh, you know that doesn't matter when you're trying to get your first professional win. This is the week for Sahith. I will say he has played really well at birdie fests. Yeah, the he's travelers good. you got to make birdies. Waste, Waste management you got to make yeah. birdies, and this is kind of a similar setup where birdies matter and you got to go low. Softer screens, kind of. I think here he's a great iron player. You could stick some things if you get the tee shot and play. I don't know. He's not the greatest driver of the ball, possibly, but really good iron player. He's my guy. All right. So we go in. Timmy, who you got again? Wyndham Clark. Wyndham Clark. Sahith. And I got Davis Riley. Uh, we need one here, Tim. Joggers don't lose. All right. Joggers don't lose. I will, actually, I will have double. If I win this week, <laughs> I will have more wins than you two combined. How many six. Right now, I have the same amount as you two combined how right many, now. How many events do we have left? Do we even have a chance? That's what I mean. Where we oh, God. We can do the whole fall series. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. We're going to have to start doing live picks just to try to catch up to him. Well, they have. I'm all about that. We can do, we can do next, next week. We can do multiple picks next week. Why not? Yeah. Just okay. add them together or something. Well, you have the PGA Tour is doing their normal crazy fall schedule this year. Then they're switching it up next year, but it's getting all revamped. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. So I like most people, I think that's good. Most people just kind of tune out, especially after the open, you know, like this is the first event after the open. Um, 
And I think some people are really tune out after the FedEx Cup. So I think they're doing the, I think the PGA Tour is making the right move. Well, they moved everything around. Move the stuff around. Coincide with football season starting. Yeah. Does anybody want to go with, just for fun, just throw out a sleeper pick? That, you know, somebody that you know people may not know as well that, that has a chance to win this week? Yeah. That, that would have been Wyndham Clark all the way. I'll go up. Brandon Matthews. If you are coming, people, if, right now, if you are out here and you just want to see somebody rip a golf ball, come and watch Brandon Matthews. Brandon Matthews is a corn fairy player. He's played a few events. Did he play the British? Did he get into the Open? I don't know. I don't think so. Tim, you're looking at Brandon Matthews for me. Um, but Brandon Matthews plays mostly corn fairy. He's a big, tall, lanky guy. In the tour events he's played this year, he is averaging 320 yards off the tee, and he rarely hits driver. It's almost all three wood all the time. He has been quoted as saying, I can't really hit driver at a lot of these golf courses because it gets too far. I believe the one drive he had this year was, what, 412 or something like that? Must be rough. He just annihilates the golf ball, and he is in the field. I'm not sure what time he tees off tomorrow, but uh, Brandon Matthews would be a really fun guy to watch. I'm not sure uh winning wise if that could if he's if he could win but i do know that this is a course where two of the, of the three winners have hit it very far so uh brandon matthews fun guy and, to watch. and you know you know you're going to get certain follow you know ricky followers is going to have a lot of people watching them you're going to have a lot of people watching probably tony finau and some of the well-known groups you know the year that i came out here that matthew wolf won there was literally nobody following but a couple of us and so brandon matthews would be one of those guys that um, would be a good follow, would not have probably a lot of people around him. You'd be able to, you know, get pretty close, have good access to. So good call there, Mike. Uh, Tim? Well, if Wyndham Clark is currently ranked 93rd, 94th in the world, I've got to pick someone that's a bit more of a sleeper than him. And that person is Ricky Fowler. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, though, Ricky Fowler yeah. intrigues me. He he has shown signs of life at the Scottish Open for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. He was up in the top 10, then he just catapulted back down to like 50th and ricky fowler assuming he's not a live guy in the future really needs to get going here he's down to like what is he 150th in the world rankings or something yeah, 149 he's you know 129 yeah so he's actually went up the scottish open oh, helped yeah. him sorry that's fedex cup oh. rankings and then he's 149 149 129 so he's four spots outside of the top 125 for the whatever fedex cup stuff so he's playing and uh you know at some point, he's too talented to not get it back together, don't you think? I mean, a great putter. He's, he used to be a automatic top 10 major kind of guy, just never won one. And as a young player, he made a lot of birdies. He was one of those, you know, you could just tell there was no scar tissue when he stepped up to the box. He just wouldn't go fire at flags. You know, he'd always have that maybe triple bogey in there, but he'd mix it with seven birdies. Um, I, fe- I just have a fear now, like he just, there's some little thing in his mind that doesn't let him play free as he once was as a young player. And you get around here, you got 13 holes with water on it and you have a little bit of a bad thought in your mind and, and either you bail hard or you just, you know, pull, pull okay. whatever. The other side of those holes isn't particularly penalizing, right? You so could, you could get up and you've got some pretty big misses available, even on hole two, for instance, where there is OB, we're not. Mike's a good player. We're not, <laughs> we're not expert players. Right, right, right. I, I yeah. can tug a drive pretty far left off the beaten yeah, right. path and still have have access to that green. So. Especially from that from that uh, tee box. Yeah. I mean, we haven't been on here for a couple of weeks, but I was looking at some pictures, though. It looks to me like there were spots where the rough was thick a couple of weeks ago. It looks like there's a few spots where it's pretty healthy right now. And that's what I'm saying. Like, on hole two, if you do go left, I don't know if you can live, you know, 
actually yeah. get your ball over the water from yeah. 175 yards out. That might they might be laying up on that. You got a sleeper guy? So I'm I looking, do. I'm looking through a few people here. Too. I'm going to go with uh, Nick Hardy. I kind of mentioned yep. it before. Um, he took T eighth at the Travelers, which is again kind of a birdie fest, similar to this. Took uh, T thirteen at the Barracuda. We know it's not a great field, but still good golfers. Golfers can golf. And then he took teeth, a top 15 at the U S open. Yeah. I mean, I remember him playing for Illinois and being, you know, a stand out there and, and just kind of sputtered early in his career. But I think he's got some footing now. I think he's up to, uh, I think I saw he's up to 230 in the world um, golf rankings, you know, so he's kind of making some headway. He's 132nd in the FedEx. So he's playing for that 125 spot. Um, you know, he's got something to play for. I can't remember who he played with at the U.S. Open, but I, I remember listening to something and they were talking about how good, how impressed they were with Nick Hardy. Whoever, whoever he was paired with there that Saturday or Sunday was very impressed with this game. Uh, here's here's a few fun guys for you if you're coming out to watch. The Barn Rats here. Here, <laughs> here it is. Half a Barn Rat who, who may smoke more cigarettes than Tim does in a round of The Asian John Daly. <laughs> um, who else is in the field? Let's look here. We got... Um, Cameron Champ, Kevin Chapel, if you're a big flatbill guy. Yep, Chappy. Yep, former world number one, Jason Day, is playing. How's his back? Uh, he's up. He's playing. He's He was here early this week. He was here oh. on Monday or Tuesday. It's, uh, uh, Jason Duffner, the Duff Daddy's yep. here. Um, I love that he got on some of the marketing material. Yeah. yeah. They threw Duffner on some of the marketing material. Dylan Fratelli's playing, who, yeah. is, who has popped up in big spots on tour a lot of times. And, and Tommy Two Gloves Ganey? Oh, in the oh, field? Oh. Two Gloves is in the field. Wash out downtown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, who else we got? I got to mention Tom Hogue. Yeah, Tom Hoagie. Hoagie. Um, he's, he, uh, he's a Minnesota guy. Or yeah, I shouldn't say, but... should say Minnesota. Yeah, North Dakota guy. Minnesota yeah, Junior so... Tour a lot when yeah. he's a kid. Okay. Yeah, Tom and had a great year. Great year. One Pebble Beach. Yep. Uh, has had a great year. How do we not pick him in this? Yeah. I don't uh, know. Who Jason else? Jason Day, we haven't mentioned him even. The Aussie. I mean, obviously at one point world number one is you know kind of pulled a follower and pretty good. But he'd be a good follower too. Yeah. I remember seeing him. I went and watched a uh, whole six was that par five that Mike was talking about, where you've got a um, you know, be super aggressive if you want to get there in two. And basically the line that he took, I could not we we played this tee box and it's like he took it over those trees and I was just, I was, I was speechless at the, his ball flight. Yeah. So uh, he'd be kind of a fun follow as well. I played a round of golf once with a guy at Somerset here in town and he had been on this guy I played with had been on the mini tours and that's when he quit. He got paired with Jason Day when Jason Day was like 18 or 19, you know, on what is now the Corn Ferry Tour. And he was, he was kind of a guy that had been bounced around the mini tours for a while, but really good player. I mean, the day I, the day I played with him at Somerset, he shot 60 something. And um, he got paired with a young, young, young Jason Day. And he said, I called my dad the next, the next F of tournament and said, <laughs> I'm not, I, I'm not good enough. I'm just, there was a whole, he told me it was just a whole different world as to how Jason Day was hitting the ball back then. Uh, but he's been hurt and he's had some issues, but uh, a couple other guys in the field here, Harry Higgs. So watch out, ladies. Oh, yeah. Watch out, ladies, if he makes a big birdie. The shirt, the shirt, yeah, the shirt. You got another one you can go The shirt can be off. Go lower. <laughs> um, Bo Hostler, good player. Sung JM. Yep. I've got um, a name when you have a second to it I want to bring up. Who else we got on this list here? Oh, my guy, Hank Labiota with the, with the tour visor. I love a good tour visor. Was Lando Griffin here? 
Uh, I don't see him on here. Maybe. Um, uh, Maverick McNeely. Yeah, he would be a young, young, very good player. Um, Troy Merritt, Minnesota guy, has had success on tour. I got to say a name here, Mike. Yep. Um, this guy was on the Ryder Cup team in 2010. He's not played an event, an actual PGA sanctioned event competition since February of 2017. Tim, you know what I'm thinking of? Go boom Hawks. Baby. Remember who Boom Baby is? Jeff Overton. Yeah. Oh my Boom goodness. Baby. Jeff you heard Overton. that name? Um, I think he's like 39 now. Uh, I don't know. He must, I don't know if he was on, on uh, medical leave or I don't know what happened, but he's back. Your boy Neesmith is playing. Okay. Your, your good mental yes. mental game, Neesmith is playing. Uh, Sean O'Hare is in the field. That's a name from the past. That is. That's a that's a JDC winner right there. Yep. Uh, here's a here's a guy that's been good this year. Matthias Schwab. Young guy. He's younger guy. He has played very well this year. That'd be a name to look for. Uh, Minnesota's own Jeff Sorensen's in the field. He's a teaching pro at uh, I want to say he's out at Minnecata. Kevin Stadler. Is playing another guy, another guy that can get hot, Adam Svensson. Yeah, I think he's one of the. Uh, a lot of people are picking him in like the uh, DFS. Is Kevin yeah. is Kevin his own animal then? Kevin Stadler. I don't know what. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know what. I don't know what he gets. There's not a Kevin that's got a famous dad. Kevin Tway, Bob Tway's son. Um, Camilio Vajegas is playing. Masters okay. winner. Yeah. Nick Watney. Nick Watney in the field. Danny Willett, former yeah. Masters winner, is playing. Yeah. So you got a bunch of. Uh, you know, Matt Wallace for a while there. Matt Wallace was on a Ryder Cup maybe for the European team. He was big for a bit yeah, there. Yeah, he won a few European events. So the field, I mean, you know, people will say it's not very good, but, you know, there's always perspective there. I feel like there's some young guys that you can follow. There's some guys that are, you know, there's always an up-and-comer that, that that hits somewhere before, you know, before they get hot. And I think that would be kind of something to think about when you're going out and watching some golf this week. I'm telling um, you right now, the field is better than the John Deere. Oh. I, know, I know Tim loves the John Deere, but this field is way better than yes. that field. It's going to be great when the postman wins again. Hey, you yeah. can deliver on Sunday. Yeah. But yeah, there's some young guys. Like I, like I would highly encourage anybody that comes out here to at least go watch Brandon Matthews. Just hit, watch him on the driving range. Just compress a golf ball. I have not seen it live. I've seen it on film and stuff. And I, I cannot wait to go watch him hit a few balls in the range and just watch that thing fly. He is crazy long. Well, we're, we're kind of getting close to our time wrapping up here. But what I will say is we're, we're going to be out here a couple other days this week we'll try to get as much uh content and and you know videos and pictures of, of what's happening out here as much as much as possible um it's going to be a hot one this week but uh you know i think we're up for the challenge boys yeah come say hi if you know we look like you see us roaming around we'll be out here for sure so take care enjoy the week um in beautiful minnesota have some tater tot out dish Maybe today's the day I brigade Want the ball to draw, but it keeps on fading. No OB and no bogeys. I gotta keep it on the 80. It's the gold Would you hit it on one? Straight up the gut, baby. Now I got a wedge on my short game cravings. Little bit of edge on the sport makes gravy. So punch out the rough and tune to break 80. Break 80.